pretty excited because Million Dollar Agent, the podcast today, I have got John McGrath and Troy Malcolm joining me where we're going to be discussing what have you been putting off in your life and business? I actually plagiarized the title of someone else's podcast and I was looking at it and I thought to myself, you know what? It's always the things that you avoid that are usually the things that are going to give you the biggest return of investment, the biggest return for your buck. Um, so firstly, how are you, Troy? And how are you, John? Very well, Tom. Very well, John. Very well. Uh, the Roosters had a good win. Uh, so last weekend and we're rolling into the next. So I'm kind of excited. Well, we're playing finals footy. Um, Souths, I think, one. Tom, how did the Tigers go? Uh, the, tigers, the, tigers, the Tigers are going to come last. <laughs> Listen, guys, let's be honest. They actually won on the weekend. They actually won on the they weekend. They won. They played well, Tommy. They, they, didn't, well. they didn't win. They lost. They lost in the last minute. But listen, everyone's got, everyone's talking about South East this Friday night, the new stadium. But I've got, I've got to tell you, guys, I don't want to upset you. More people are talking about the stadium than your teams. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. They're in the stadium. But anyway, listen, it's warming up. You can actually feel that that chill in the air has gone a little bit and you can feel that there's a – look, there's a little bit of energy in the real estate market that we haven't seen for many months. RP Data recorded their highest clearance rate nationally last week since April. Um, I'm hearing real estate agents are saying, hey, buyers and sellers are accepting this is the new marketplace um, I'd love to get the the McGrath view on what your agents are saying to you at the moment. No, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing with you, Tommy. There, and ex- please, viewers, excuse me. I've got hay fever come early. Normally comes first of September, but snuck in a few days early. Um, the so I saw REA today sent me some statistics. Said listings in July were up 18 percent on a year ago. But you got to remember, a year ago was lockdown, but. It's something, uh, you know, something to look at. The second thing is, yes, I think clearance rates last weekend in Sydney anyway are about 63% up from around 40 when when a market was potentially at its worst. And um, we did a couple on the weekend, Troy, and you very kindly straight afterwards texted me one of them. We did an $8.3 million sale on the North Shore and then the buyer, sorry, the seller of that property is as we speak exchanging on a $10 million sale. So that was 18 million through two transactions or a bit above. Um, now that's only a sample of two, but I think we had in general, Troy, a better clearance rate, more competitive bidding. I know, Tommy, I've been watching some of your social media and I know you're in the depths of depression a few weeks ago. You were kind of none out of five, none out of six. And now I've been noticing you know, four out of fives and six out of seven. So I think anecdotally, you know, certainly you guys and ourselves uh, seeing a little few green shoots, I think, at the very least. I think one of the main things, Tom and John, is the positivity from the agents. Um, They've kind of gone through that cycle of resetting the expectations and staying really close with the pricing structures and what buyers and sellers were both thinking. And now they're coming to that point that it's all coming together. And yeah, I agree, John, the green shoots are starting to be there. And we had a number of really successful sales on the weekend, not only successful because of the amount of money that they uh, received and the premium price, but successful because it allowed, like you said, multiple transactions to happen people are kind of looking for that effect which makes and a I big difference Troy, i haven't tracked this data by the way what what brand shirt is that it's very very nice what is that i don't know <laughs> i don't know i'm not too can sure you, can you somehow check it before the end of the podcast yeah. <laughs> i'll let you know I'll give I, I haven't checked this but I, I it sort of feels right i heard a stat 
um, Tommy, and, and it said that uh, in Australia today, and admittedly it's Australia-wide, there's uh, over 50,000 listings that have been on the market for more than 100 days. Now, um, what does that mean? That means that the expired listing opportunities are back again, which is kind of good news, bad news story. But when, when the market was red hot, you'd say, are you doing expires? And people said, what expires? Well, now there actually are properties that are going through a sale process with some agents and not achieving their outcome. So for prospectors out there, make sure you're adding expires to your daily menu of good things to be doing because every property is saleable. Uh, every property on your listing database right now would sell this afternoon if it was listed at market value. How do I know that? Because market value is the price at which properties will sell. So by definition, they'll all sell at market value. It's just a matter of aligning vendors and purchases at price. So, yeah, no, I think it's all very good. And today, interesting topic, Tommy, the old uh, procrastination. Um, yeah. So what you said it was a good introduction, but I was just thinking, you know, one of the reasons that, you know, I think you mentioned that uh, once people do it, it actually makes a lot of difference. Generally speaking, the things you put off, have got a lot of rejection and and therefore they're probably fairly important tasks. So by definition, they're the ones people put off. So when you actually do them, they shift the needle because uh, most people don't put off, you know, brushing your teeth and, you know, going to the shop, get some eggs, but they put off ringing a big vendor, uh, an hour prospecting a day, some of those other potentially life-changing activities. So I think if we can help people with a few little bits of advice and uh, insights on how to actually get in and attack those things that actually could change your life, that would be a very positive outcome. Well, why don't I start off with, so the title of this podcast is, what have you been putting off in your life and business? What I might do is I'll just run through a few bullet points of the ones, then we can, you know, talk about those, but then John and Troy, maybe talk about, you know, a bit of an action plan and what you can do once you're aware of what they are. But it's really interesting because I was talking to Marcus Kimonello this morning, who, by the way, you know, Marcus was my first real estate gym member out of in when I started six years ago as the first. Anyway, he then told me about one of his high net worth clients who, um, get ready for this, um, once a year, he flies over to the Mayo Clinic in America and has every test done, CAT scans, PET scans, the works. And he says he's, he's, a, he's an older guy that highly values health and life, and he goes off and he does it. And I, and, and I said, oh, that's great. And he goes, and you won't believe it, Tom. He goes, there have been over the years on two occasions where something has been picked up early because the longest it can go is 11 months because he's normally doing a checkup every 12 months. And I just thought to myself, you know, there's an example of another thing, like the standard health checkup that you know that you should go off and do, that you're, you know, you're avoiding, you're not in a hurry of it. Um, but let me run through a list. Well, one of them is the health checkup. Another one is, have you been putting off a fitness program? Have you been putting off putting on a new assistant, even though you're drowning in admin and you're drowning in trying to get all your work done? Have you been putting off updating that profile video that you've got of yourself that is seven years old and you look quite different? Have you been putting that off? Have you been putting off updating your listing presentation, whether it's on an iPad or whether you're using slides, or have you sat down with your chairman or your training director like Troy and say, hey, listen, 
I want to, I want you to listen to my listing presentation and I want you to rip it into shreds. I've been using the same one for the last 10 years. Have you been putting off attacking social media like the way you should be? Have you been putting off having a crucial conversation with a vendor of yours? Have you been putting off chasing that listing that is in your street, that's been there for three months, it annoys you every time you see the signboard, there's another agent that's got it, they haven't sold it, have you been putting it off? Or have you been putting off sometimes releasing a vendor that you've got on your books that is not listening to your feedback, that basically says, no, just leave it on there, I'm not motivated to sell, but I just want you to keep my listing on there. So what are the things, gentlemen, that that I haven't covered that you think sometimes people procrastinate on. And then let's talk about a bit of an action plan. How do you move from paralysis by overanalysis and procrastination um, to getting things done? Well, I mean, did you mention uncomfortable conversations there? I, th- I thought you might have. Yes, but- I did. I did. I mentioned a crucial conversation with a vendor. So I want to start there because that's kind of like an everyday one. Some of the others like the health check once a year, once a year type things, which are crucial, by the way. And by the way, good to see what sounds like a very uh, wealthy, uh, successful businessman applying the same discipline and rigor to his health as he perhaps has to his business. Um, so well done. Um, so the courageous conversations as an example. So for me, I like a bit of the Mel Robbins thing and who was great, um, by the way, when uh, she spoke to us at Eric. She's a 54321. My view is just dial the number and then figure out while it's calling what are you going to say because you kind of know what you got to say. And over-preparation, over-analysis is going to cause that paralysis that actually has you never ring. And then you say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. It's already 11 o'clock. I'm going to go out to my meetings. So my view is when I'm sometimes when I'm uncomfortable with these sort of calls, Tommy, I just hit dial. I look at the person. I hit it. And then I think, okay, what am I going to say? And I know that if, if I get any anxiety and I try and hang up, they're going to ring me back. So I may as well just have the call. So I, I reckon... I reckon the Mel Robbins 54321 is a good one. Another one which you can apply for that as well, um, peer partner it. Have someone, you know, if you've got to make a difficult conversation of, of any type, sometimes do it with a colleague that can kind of be there just in support if they're in the same room or if they're coaching you or whatever. I think it's a really, a really good one to do as well. So just hit dial. Do the 54321 Mel Robbins. For those that, that didn't get to Eric or haven't listened to Mel Robbins, she basically says when there's something you think that's important you got to do, start counting backwards from five to one, and the deal is you have to have taken action before you get to one, um, which is a bit like just hit dial. Uh, so I think, you know, a peer partner using it, you know, especially if you've got – I've got a board of directors, a, a notional board of directors, Tommy, on my um, board in, next to my desk. I'm, I'm doing this from home, but when I'm at work – and basically, I've got kind of there's about 12 people. I think, Troy, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. And if I was kind of assembling the Super League heroes of, of board of directors, and I've got Bob Bolan there, I've got Steve Jobs, um, people of that caliber, and I've got their photos, and I think of them as board of directors. And I think, you know, if I was going into a tough meeting, I'd love to have these people with me supporting me. And sometimes, and it might sound a little bit comical um, or, or, or fantasy, but just kind of have knowing you've got sort of people of that caliber around you supporting you, even if it's not real, it's imagined, can actually just give you a strong sense of purpose. Um, the other thing is I have underneath those is my some of my life goal boards. So I'm, it reminds me why I'm doing the call. Why am I making this uncomfortable call? Because that's the life I'm committed to living and they're the things I want to be constantly attracting into my life 
so I've got to make the damn call. So I, they're, they're just a few little tips. Troy, over to you in that very nice shirt that you're about to tell us. <laughs> um, Tom, for me, for me it's always about pretending. I, I think it's Reese John. He's, I think pretend, the he's pretending he does. Oh, I don't know what brand it is, mate. He wants no, you. I think it. I think it's Reese. Like he wants us to look like homeless men while he <laughs> looks like a movie um, star. Okay, back, back to the know. show. <laughs> back to the show. I'm sure um, he doesn't know the brand. For, On the show. <laughs> for, for me, it's about sharing. And John, you, you mentioned peer partner. And I just want to emphasize that to everyone because all the things that you listed, Tom, there's a great kind of sharing ability that sometimes when you just um, share that goal or share that challenge, someone has a different set of um, principles that they live by. They look at it with a different lens. They have different life experiences and they can give you insights to overcome that, what you're procrastinating about. So I know last episode, we spoke a little bit about fitness. Well, it's kind of easy to say to someone, hey, listen, I want to get fitter. It's, you know, there's fit people around. You can go to YouTube and things like that. Listing presentations, the same kind of thing. But until you kind of share that challenge, you can almost put it off and kind of put it to the side and think, oh, it's not really a challenge. I'm not thinking about it and I'm not sharing it. But the more people that have that buy-in, I've found over the years, it really does bring it forward and bring it to the fore of what you're trying to achieve. And so that would be my recommendation to everyone. Whatever that challenge is, be that life, be that fitness, be that anything skill-related or even team structure with real estate, to just share that with someone, be that a peer partner, be that a coach, be that a manager and see what they their view is to see if they can help you get there faster. Troy, by the way, this is Gap Clothing 1990. (laughs) John, I think it's a brand called Reese. Reese, I'll send you the link, John. I'll send you the link. For sure it won't be right. For sure. To make make you guys feel, both of you feel even better, this is a uh, probably a twenty to thirty dollar t shirt from Country Road. The jacket actually was given to me from free for free by uh, uh, Woolcott Clothing that does a lot of the uh, real estate. I think they do a lot of McGrath people. And because um, I'm working from home, I'm not ashamed to say it. Well, there you can see. Oh, <laughs> so nice um, legs too, Tommy. Um, uh, t- but listen, I want to tell you, uh, before we finish up, I've got to tell you about a Simon Sinek video where you brought up Apple and you brought up Steve Jobs and the way that he thought. Simon Sinek was doing work in the same year for Microsoft as he was doing for Apple. And he said that he was having a conversation um, with an executive from uh, Microsoft and he said, oh, I don't know whether you know um, what Apple have been doing in the last three months with this new phone. And the guy from Microsoft said, Simon, 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 tell me, man, I'm really curious to find out what are they up to? What are they doing there, right? And then six months later, same scenario with an Apple executive. You know, he says, I've been doing a bit of work with uh, with Mike, with Microsoft and they're doing some really exciting things in the next six months. And the guy from Apple said, I'm sure they are and I'm sure it'll be pretty good. And he said the big difference was that Apple's competition is themselves. They know what they're working on. They don't change because someone says, oh, we're doing this. And they know that some years they'll get it better than other years, but they know that in the long run, if they're just working to their strategy and they're not getting sidetracked and changing and getting off one bus and going on the other bus because they're doing that. And it's just an interesting way of thinking of two two very big companies and um, their approach of the senior executives. Yeah, a lot to be said there, Tommy. We have, I think, what was it one of the great Romans that said, We have found the enemy and he is us or he is me or whatever? It was a great 
um, that if we just focus on what we can do best rather than worrying too much about the competition, it's going to be a long way ahead. Well, look, we had a uh, sort of a 20-minute deadline. I think we've got there, but hopefully there, there are some things that are going to help people just make that move. And remember, be grateful for the fact that you have some things in your life that are hard because they're more, most likely to be the things that can catapult you further, fastest. So don't, don't, don't you know, sort of worry about them. Actually just be grateful and also be grateful that this industry has got a few challenges and tough bits because if it didn't and if it was that easy, everyone would be doing it and we wouldn't be getting uh, rewarded as handsomely as we can when we become Black Belt agents. So good session, Tommy. Well done. And as Brian Tracy says, if your job was to eat frogs for a living, the best time to eat the frog is first thing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> that, that grotesque note will we'll finish. <laughs> All righty, team. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. See you, everyone.